You're listening to the Pat Radio Show on WCRS, my friend.
That's Mr. Tiger doing Ancient Rome. You can find that on the Columbus Blood 2015 comp. Before that, we heard Betty Machete and the Angry Cougars doing their take on the Soft Boys classic, I Want to Destroy You. And we started off the show with Hexers doing an Angry Cougar song called Damnation in their own particular style, getting some help from Eleanor from Dead Girlfriends and also Bob Starker on sax and Carolyn on trumpet from Washington Beach Pumps. An all-star Columbus lineup there, also including uh, Columbus expat Mark Wyatt on keys. That single is getting finally a formal release on May 30th. It's been out for a while, but the release show is what I'm saying. May 30th, happening at Space Bar. All three of those bands, Hexers, Angry Cougars, and uh, Mr. Tiger, playing that show. So if you're not at the Stones, and if you're not at Nelsonville, you better be at that show. All I'm saying. Special guest this week is uh, Craig Bell and John D. Morton from the band X Blank X, and from a lot of other bands that we'll be uh, hearing from in the next hour or so. Uh, Let me get right into it by playing a couple of songs from bands that Craig was involved in, uh, starting off with Saucers.
Downfy doing Godot from Bee Hunter. Uh, and uh, Craig. I didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> John didn't hear it. We got to turn up the volume. I, I guess, before I go much further, let me explain. Uh, you are listening to the Pat Radio Show on WCRS here in Columbus, Ohio. I've got uh, two fellows with me on the conference call uh, Craig Bell calling in from uh, somewhere in Indiana, right? Indianapolis. Indianapolis, Indiana. All right, and uh, John Morton from uh, upstate New York? Yes, lovely Treadwell. Treadwell, New York. All right, um, uh, both of these gents are going to be in town uh, May 23rd, I believe it is. Yes, at Ace of Cups. Um, in a, With any luck. Uh, so what's that? With any luck. With any luck. <laughs> All right. With any luck, they'll be at uh, Ace of Cups on May 23rd uh, in their uh, – the, band, the, the configuration they will be in is called X blank X, and we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. But let me get to the uh, the, the back announce here. Uh, we heard that, the down five, as I said. 
Saucers before that, doing mirrors from the, uh, I, I suppose that's a Saucers compilation called What We Did. Yes. Yeah, I was a um, CD that I put out in 2002 of all the uh, studio recordings that we had made over the years with Saucers. We only, uh, in our lifetime, only put out two singles. But we recorded all this other stuff, and uh, someone, this label in California, uh, Grand Theft Audio, contacted me and was interested, asked me if I had any other saucer stuff, and I uh, told him, yeah, I got all this stuff. And uh, sure enough, he put it all out in 2002. So, Craig, first of all, you the the I don't know if it was your first band, but the first band we're going to talk about is Mirrors. You were in uh, Mirrors or somewhere around 72 to 75? Yes, uh, that was my first band from uh, 71 to 74. I was in Mirrors with a short break in there for 18 or 21 months in the U.S. Army. Oh, boy. You got drafted? Yes, I did. Mm. Did you actually uh, go... Oh, did you actually? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did you actually go over to Vietnam? Uh, no, I did not. I uh, I was stateside. Uh, I was right at the it was right at the end of the war, and luckily I did not have to do that. Oh, well, that's good. All right, so I have PTSD, by the way. But just so you know. Oh, okay. You don't make any sudden moves. All right, I'll try not to. Oh, I'm so agitated, so agitated. Run through a washing machine, agitated. I'm so agitated, I'm so convoluted. I don't know what I know, but I just like to shoot it. And it's 5 a.m. and I'm crawling the walls. Just waiting for a imaginary telephone call. I'm so agitated, so agitated, agitated. I'm so agitated, I'm so agitated, I'm so agitated that I'm so agitated. You know what I think? I think the whole world stinks, and I don't need no shrimp. I just hate it.
some earlier bands that my guests this week were involved with in Cleveland, Ohio. First, uh, in reverse order there, we heard Mears doing Frustration from a collection called Something That Would Never Do. Uh, Craig Bell was in Mears. And uh, before that, Electric Eels doing Agitated from Die Electric Eels. Uh, And that was John Morton's outfit from 1972 to 1975. My conversation with Craig and John continues here, and I asked Craig about the history of the various bands he was in. And I remember hearing that you left Mirrors for Rocket Rocket from the Tombs. Is that how well, it went? Well, I didn't exactly leave them. Uh, Rocket or Mirrors was kind of uh, not doing anything right at the time when Peter approached me and asked me if I wanted to join Rocket as he was getting new players into it as some of the older guys of the band before that that was more of like just a fun type thing um, Peter and David wanted to get more serious so he recruited uh, Cheetah and Johnny Blitz and then he asked me to join so I was sort of in both bands at the time but I told Jamie and theirs that whenever the time came for to do something that I would be there for mirrors so I was like from in 74 into early 75, maybe, I was in both bands. Uh, Rocket ended, you moved to Connecticut, and that's when uh, Saucers happened? Yes, well, uh, I about a year after Rocket broke up, I moved to Connecticut, and uh, then about a year or so after that, started meeting people out there and started up Saucers in 1978. All right, and then to, to, to bring it uh, full circle here, your current uh, current outfit is called the Downfy. And uh, based out of Indianapolis, there. Yes, uh, that's a band I formed here in Indianapolis in 2009, and uh, we've been uh, putting out a couple of records and playing around since then. In fact, we were just in the studio here uh, the last couple of days uh, working on, on our most recent uh, project, which we hope to have out sometime later this year. Right, great. Um, any upcoming Downfy gigs you want to plug? While we have the chance? Well, we're going to be playing in Indianapolis, Indiana on uh, June 20th at the Melody Inn in Indianapolis. You can go to our Facebook page of the Downfy and get information on that show. And we'll also be playing on the 25th of July in Logansport, Indiana with uh, Jimmy Shans and the Shadows of Night uh, at, a, at the Space Brain Fest. So those are the two shows that we have uh, set up right now. All right. Now we're finally going to get to X blank X, the reason why we're doing this whole podcast this evening. Uh, We're going to hear a song from a compilation that came out last year of X blank X stuff. Uh, And this particular track is called A 
the 45 version. to WCRS here in Columbus, Ohio. It's uh, Friday night, time for the Pat Radio program. Two special guests calling in from Indiana and uh, New York State, respectively. I've got uh, Craig Bell and John D. Morton on the phone who are coming to town soon, uh, May 23rd at um, Ace of Cups, their, their band X Blank X. I guess before I go any further, we also heard X Blank X just there uh, doing A, the 45 version from X Sticky Fingers X. Hey, John, let me ask you, uh, X Blank, the, the New York Times article described X Blank's X as your, as your last attempt at a band before leaving Cleveland. Is that fair to say that? or uh... it, it wasn't like a last attempt. It was like, I just decided, I knew I was moving to New York, and, you know, I was having my birthday party, and Andrew was there, and Jim was there, and I said, hey, why not do a band that lasts six months? That doesn't quite fit into the last attempt. It was just like doing a band that lasts six months that was only going to last that. 
Right. Maybe it was my last attempt to do a band in Cleveland. Maybe. <laughs> you get you have a song called Cleveland Sucks. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, not too fond of the old hometown, huh? Uh, no. Though, 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 Craig, though, Craig. Every time we go to Cleveland, Craig kind of puts his shoulders around me and points at things. John, how can you hate this? Isn't it beautiful, John? He's a real. He softened my. Uh, my hatred of Cleveland is quite a bit. So. I'm going to take you on a, out in a rowboat at sunset on Lake Erie, and I'm going to bring my ukulele. I'm going to sing songs about Cleveland to you. And by the time we're done, the next time we talk, you'll be you'll be running for mayor. <laughs> uh huh. My my big problem with Cleveland is that uh, I was pretty much shunned and uh, outcast and. Uh, yeah, people people actually treated me mean, you know, in terms of my artwork and music, you know, just, you know, I said, I've said this before, somebody said, you guys are wrong, he didn't say your music stinks, he didn't say you're a bunch of bozos, he said, you guys are wrong, and, you know, that was, that was kind of like, you know, I get insulted by the, by the East Side art elite, one guy said, looked at my sculpture and said, oh, you use color. Like, oh yeah, I I, I I transgressed the great monochromatic law of sculpture. You know, it's just like I, I just didn't I didn't fit in and I wasn't appreciated. Why well, stay here? I was appreciated in New York. I found a peer group there. So um yeah, no, I don't have good you know, I wanted to stay in Cleveland, you know, but Cleveland didn't support me. So mm-hmm. why why you know, why stay somewhere where you're disliked, I guess. I certainly had fans, and I certainly had friends. Craig, and I'm actually surprised at at, at the amount of talent. I'm actually the, the the longer I get away from it, the amount of talent and music that actually comes out of it is kind of amazing. So I'm proud to be I'm proud to be from Cleveland. I'm proud to be from Ohio. I just can't countenance it much. Hmm. Craig, did you have a similar experience, or, or did, I mean, as far as the scene goes, did say from like 1971 to 78, uh, did the scene for independent um, art, punk, or experimental music grow and change all that much? Well, you know, I don't think um, there was much of a scene from where I was coming from because I was just this kid in Lakewood who was in the, you know, we were in mirrors. I mean, except for, like, the Eels. And uh, when Peter came along and people like that, there wasn't really a big scene of people. There might have been a lot more people out there than people knew people, but I felt more insulated and isolated from all of that. And by leaving in 1976, I pretty much missed out on the whole post uh you know, like right after that is really when whatever kind of Cleveland scene there ever was uh, started happening. So, yeah, I kind of missed all that. Mm-hmm. All right. As I mentioned before, um, X Blank X, May 23rd at um, Ace of Cups. And that is sandwiched between uh, two dates, uh, May 22nd. You can find X Blank X playing at uh, Annabelle's Bar and Lounge in Akron, Ohio. And then following up the Ace of Cups show May 24th in Detroit, uh, playing, um, it looks like the UFO Factory is the name of the venue there. 
Let me ask you about the Electric Eels and uh, X Blank X reissues now. Was that was it a reissue or was that a compilation of stuff that came out? No, it's not a reissue. It's just a recompilation, I guess, of prior material called in different places. Following shortly after that, the uh, the X Blank X uh, stuff resurfaced as well. Interest in that uh, prompted you guys to get uh, X Blank X or some form of X Blank X back together? Yeah, I didn't have too much to do with the uh, Ferrier Viaduct thing. Echo Records contacted me because they were interested in doing that type of material, and they were they you know they would have put out the two singles and they wanted you know they were very welcoming. Or do, you, or do you want to do more, they said, you know. We, everything was recorded on, aside from the four studio tracks, every, everything was recorded on a monoral, monoral uh, Panasonic tape recorder that, that that was just luckily placed, you know, in practice sessions and in live gigs. I called material from that. I hadn't heard it since, you know, I don't even think I heard it when it came out because what do I want to hear practicing for? So we were able to put together uh, an album's worth of material uh, that I find incredibly interesting. I I really like to listen to myself play. I don't know what it is. Uh, I also learned listening to that. As I said before, uh, Jim Jim Ellis and, and I can hardly say it, Anton Fear and Andrew Klimek were just basically things to give me a background so that I could be like a genius. When I listened to when I listened to, to, to Jim and Anton driving a train, I mean, you know, I was so lucky. I didn't know what a rhythm section was, but they, they were they were great. They, they, they put that bottom in. And then listening to Andrew, underappreciated, you know, it's just like, what a great guitar player he is. What a great lyric! Absolutely, you know. Like I said, I, I, I've got, I've gotten, I've gotten out of my own head in other parts and started listening to these other people that were in my bands, and it's just, it's, it's wonderful. So yeah, we, you know, uh, like that. I had been approached a couple times. I was, you know, I'd always been approached about putting electric eel stuff out. Starting a couple years ago, there was interest in Next Link X, and I, the extra things struck me the most because. They're not for profit, and they're from Finland. I don't know. I just like it, and I really like UC. I like, you know, though I never met him, but just working with that and, and Jordan Mamone here, he was sort of the uh, American representative. So it was it was a pretty fun project. So, so the finished thing came out, and I, I I didn't realize it was on my 61st birthday. I was working on that album, you know, getting the artwork, and I did all the layout and artwork and got the sound files together and I was also working on a piece there was this uh, show I was in in 1978 uh, we broke into a building on the Lower East Side an art show uh, called the real estate show got closed down by the city and then made the papers and you know stuff came of it but they were doing a, they were doing a recreation of the show in the gallery now of course I didn't have my piece from back then because like everything else it got destroyed so in the daytime, I'm working on the on the uh, X Sticky Fingers X compilation, and at night I'm uh, putting together this piece of sculpture, a large sculpture that I had done. And I said, I'm 62, and I'm working on two pieces that are over 35 years old. <laughs> and I just it, it was I was struck at the irony of that. So I guess when I'm like in my 90s, people talk about the new fag motherfuckers and uh, the Duncan Swine at Chelsea. So that makes any difference we're going to take a slight departure from the art punk 
and listen to some free jazz from Albert Eiler, going back to a record of his called uh, Spiritual Unity. The song is called Ghosts Variation One. And then uh, John's going to explain to us how this song was the inspiration for an EP that'll be coming out in November by X Blank X. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
that's the album that will be coming out in November on Smogvale, and we'll be playing the album on these three dates. We're sort of taking it out on the road and seeing what happens with it, because it's pretty much a improvisational thing we did in the studio, really based around, well, based around Albert Island's Ghost, and John could explain this much better than I can, but uh, this is something that John uh, said, man, I want to do this, and my God, we did it. And then I think it's pretty, it's yeah. one of the most awesome things I've ever done, uh, really. I'm proud of this as I am of anything I've ever done in my life. Well, just just in terms of, you know, the, 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 the finished record came out, and we decided to reform but basically, you know, we're a new band. I mean, you know, I, Craig and I went to high school together. We're never in the same band. We used to wave to each other in the hallway at Lakewood High School when, when, whenever one of us was there. But, you know, we're sort of musically apart. Everybody, it was like it was like family feuds or something. It, you know, bands were not, they're all musicians, but, you know, oh, he's in that band, you know, so. Yeah, uh, but, uh, I, but I mean, we were, it, it, there was never any kind of rivalry, at least on my end, between no. any bands like the Eels or anybody. But we were always just like busy doing something else together, it seemed. Like we were like running in parallel to each other for years. Yeah. I find it phenomenal working with, you know, working with Andrew's always it's been a long time, but he's like, like I said, a great guitar player and great singer and lyricist. And then it's just Craig and I, I don't know, it's, I, I'm very appreciative of Craig and Matt, you know, and it, it's enabled us, you know, because of because of the history of, of, of X Blank X, it's allowed us to do to do new music. And one one of the things in, in 1968, I heard the ESP sampler, and on that it was many things: uh, William Burroughs' Spoken Word, uh, uh, Pearls Before Swine, The Fugs, some of some of the bands I heard before, but not all of them. Albert Eiler doing free jazz off the off the spiritual unity uh, album which was actually it was the second ESP record the first one was a, a, a an Esperanto music because that's what uh, ESP was pushing so but basically it's the, like the first free jazz record mm-hmm. and it's phenomenal and it only had like 20 seconds of this goofy saxophone music that didn't make any sense to me free jazz you know it's it's, it's kind of hard to get your ears around at first, but it, for the next 40 years, anytime I play a solo, that was in the back of my mind. That's not to say I was mimicking it, but that knowledge was in there, along with Sun Ra and, and Fleetwood Mac and the Kinks and everything else, but, you know, it's, it, it, I never forgot that song riff, and I was recording with uh, uh, Scarcity of Tank, and there's about eight musicians, great musicians, and I'd never, I'd only took played with Rizzo Walter once before, but, you know, these guys were great, and we're all just sitting around getting ready, and somebody plays this riff, Weasel turns to me and goes, was that Ghost? And I go, yeah, Ghost, right? So I, I started thinking about the song. I don't know why, I just decided it would be an audacious thing for a rock band to, to do a free jazz song, and, and there's all these connections, because Albert Eiler was from Cleveland, punk music is, is aggressive, and... Uh, not very popular at the time, you know, it's kind of like, fuck, fuck you, I don't know if you can say that in the air, but, but it's, it's and, and so is free jazz, free jazz is like, Albert doesn't care if you like him or not, he's playing what he wants to play, so there was all these connections, but I had, I, I, I always had an affinity for it, so I decided to see if I could do a transcription of it, and it was, you know, I, I never learned the scales, 
So I, I explained this thing over and over to see if I could do it. And I also knew if we tried it, it would have to be really good. Otherwise, it would be a total embarrassment. But by the time I could play it myself, you know, I, I, I got to the part where it goes into the free jazz thing, and I paid like 20 seconds, and I stopped because I knew we could do it. So I brought these guys together. I mean, we, you know, we've been playing rock stuff and more experimental stuff, but they were like, really? Really we're going to do this? Really? You know, and I got them through it once. I taught it. I taught it to them, and we got through it once, and I said, great, we got it. And they're going like, I don't know if I did it right. And I said, you can't do it wrong. Then we went and recorded it, and, you know, and we played it live, and we recorded it like eight times, and each time is different. And we, it, it just, it, I learned so much. It opened me up. Music, this stuff has been boiling around and roiling and boiling in my mind for that long that, you know, it was, it was it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal song. It was a phenomenal song when Robert Eiler wrote it and did it. And I think, I think, you know, I call him Mr. Eiler. I, I, I think he's, he's been gone for such a long time, but, uh, I, I, I think he, 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 I know he appreciates it, what we've done with it. We, we, we've made it our own, but it's, it's his, it's his music, you know, and that was the basis of getting this record out was that, you know, there was an interest in, in us doing this song. So, you know, we've put together a great package, you know, we, we, we did, uh, we did, uh, 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 uh the social whirlpool, which was, which was, you know, I, I, we never did that right. Every time Davey would start it, he'd say, I don't think we can do this song. So, uh, we did it, you know, and, and I don't know. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, we went in the studio and hammered it out. You know, it's all live recording. We even use scratch vocals when we can, you know, so. And there, and there were you know, things no here too. I mean, like, like the, the, um, the Turanian home and things like that, which, which were just momentary creations there where, where we rehearsed. We rehearsed in this, uh, there was this guy in Cleveland has his bar, and in his bar on the second floor, he's got a nightclub, a complete nightclub. It's just always there, full equipment, bar, whole nine back, yards. The back line. Yeah, with a back line. Uh, lights, PA, the whole nine yards, and he gave it to us to rehearse for a week when we were in Cleveland in January to do this record. So we would go up there every night and we would sit on this stage in this empty nightclub and we would look at each other and say, okay, what are we going to do? And John taught us ghosts and we, we were just, we actually, Whirlpool was almost a lark. I think we were fooling around with it and, and never, you never really gave it any thought. And we just said, well, why don't we do it? Why don't we do this? training at home uh didn't weren't you just like listening to the radio and uh and something struck you on that and you just took off on that idea i was, I was listening to uh there's a long drum beat as you'll hear when you play, play transmography matt just goes at it for like 20 seconds and i and i when i was listening to it again and again i just skipped to the beginning and listened to the drums again and i started singing subterranean homesick blues phrases to it you know and i just like the way it worked out of cadence so I had this idea of just this drum beat and doing the words. So I told the, I told the guys about it. I had mentioned it to Matt. So he said, how do you want to do it? And we sort of did it. And we did it once in the practice studio. And then we recorded it. So we played it once. Yep. We learned it. We played it. Then we recorded it. And I am 
I am absolutely proud of the recording. We didn't even bother with a second take. It's it's perfect the way. It no, is. that's I, just I, we, I we played that literally played it twice, <laughs> literally. Yeah, created it the first time, and recorded it the second time, and it's it's phenomenal. Four musicians, a consummate musicians. Just it, yeah, it was this. Now I hate that word synergy, but there was a synergy about it. I'm happy with all of it, and I think that the EP itself is very divergent. It shows it shows a lot of, a lot about all of us. So, and you'll have to wait to November to hear the whole thing. But we are we will be playing these songs live. I'll just tell you about the title of the album. Well, Albert Eiler's Ghost makes sense, but we were staying at at at, <laughs> at the X Plank X headquarters. We we were all staying in this room, in this I don't know what the name of it is, but it's next to. Uh, What's the bar? Right. Now that's class. The uh, club now in Cleveland, class, which, is a, that, which is the now that's class. Yeah. Well, anyway, next next so, door to it is a, a house where some of the people live, and uh, that's where we were staying. Kind of a group house. So that became excellent yeah, headquarters. And, and, and Andrew Andrew had his own apartment. So, but and the house is yellow. So he called up once and said, "How's everything at the yellow ghetto?" So it stuck. It was the perfect name for it. That's that's where the you know. So that's where the whole thing was created. That's where yeah, and they have since then adapted that name for the place also, which is pretty awesome. So that's it. <laughs> another another John Morton creation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All in right. that in Cleveland. <laughs> Beautiful Cleveland. Yeah. Where I where I'm where I'm bringing my rowboat. Uh, once again. Uh, May 23rd, Ace of Cups, uh, X Blank X. Be there.
Uh, fellas, thanks for uh, joining me on the phone tonight. Thank you for having us, and uh, looking forward to coming to town. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you there. That's how everybody should come out and uh, shake their moneymaker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>